Hi guys, my name is Cade Killo. I'm a senior mass media communications major here at LCU. And today I'm going to be talking about how do we follow God in the peaks of life? And how do we represent God in the peaks of our life? Uh, when, I think, when I think of following God during the good times, during the peaks of our life, I, I think of pride can get in our way. I think that pride can get in our way of following God and, and representing Him and shining His light. Um, I also think of the fact that Oftentimes we forget God when things are going well. Oftentimes we, we, we attribute that to ourselves. And um, oftentimes we don't run back to God until we're in the valleys or the low points in our lives. So let's go ahead and jump into scripture. I'm reading from Philippians 3, 1 through 14. Steer clear of the barking dogs, those religious busy bodies, all bark and no bite. All they're interested in is appearances, knife-happy circumcisers, I call them. The real believers are the ones the Spirit of God leads to work away at this ministry, filling the air with Christ's praise as we do it. We couldn't carry this off by our own efforts, and we know it even though we can list that many might think are impressive credentials. You know my pedigree, a legitimate birth, circumcised on the eighth day, an Israelite from the elite tribe of Benjamin, a strict and devout adherent to God's law, a fiery defender of the purity of my religion, even to the point of persecuting the church, a meticulous observer of everything I set down in God's law book. These credentials these people are waving around is something special I'm tearing up and throwing in the trash along with everything else I used to take credit for. And why? Because of Christ. Yes, all the things I thought were so important are gone from my life compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as my master firsthand. Everything I thought I once had going for me is insignificant. I've dumped out all the trash so that I can embrace Christ and be embraced by Him. So in this passage, Paul is talking about how he is like at the top of the food chains when it comes to the world and to the religion standards of what and how he should be living his life. He lists out all his credentials and he's at the top of the food chain. But I'm going to read this again. He says, Compared to the high privilege of knowing Jesus Christ as my master, everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant. He knows that, that the output looked good, but it's all about the input. You see, the input has to match the output. If, if he's doing all these things for the wrong reason, if he's not doing these things for Christ and not shining his light around the world, then it doesn't matter. And at the end of the day, you're going you're gonna to go home and you're still going to have this empty feeling in your heart. Next, I'm going to be reading out of John 15, again from the Message Translation. I am the vine and you are the branches. When you are joined with me and I in you, the relation, intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown on the bonfire. But if you make yourself at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is. When you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples, I have loved you the way that my father has loved me. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep these commandments, you will remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done. Kept my father's commandments and made myself at home in his love. I've told you these things for a purpose that your joy might be my joy and your joy wholly mature. This is my commandment. Love one another the way that I love you. This is the best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you do the things that I command you. 
I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand what their master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you friends because I've let you in on everything I've heard from the Father. There's a lot in this passage, but one of my favorite things that I read um, is is this kind of cool analogy that Jesus uses on bearing fruit versus uh, being the deadwood and being cut off from the vine. Um, Fruit is, is a sustaining substance. It gives life. People eat it. It's pretty. It's a good thing. And, and, and it provides for a long time energy. Whereas the dead wood being thrown on top of the bonfire, uh, fire is a pretty cool thing. It uh, looks cool. It can heat up the source. But with fire, it's real quick. It's real quick and then it's nothing. It's ashes. And I think that that is, is a cool analogy for if we're doing all these good things for the right reasons, we're showing Jesus' love, and we're doing these things in Jesus, then it bears fruit and that sustains. But if we're doing things outside of Jesus, then it's just like firewood. It, it lights really fast, it flames up, it does good for a second, and then it disappears into ashes and leaves us empty. We can't have joy if we're not abiding in Jesus. Um, He said, I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy when your joy is wholly mature. The way for us to get wholly mature joy is only through Jesus. There's nothing else that's going to do that for us. This is a saying I heard from uh, a book that I was reading. It says, our joy is dependent on the depth and quality of our relationships, and it starts with Jesus. Living a life like this isn't always going to be easy. Things aren't always going to be at the peak, at the height of life. But when they are, we can't let that pride creep in. And we got to remember that we can't just run back to God when we're in our low point. We have to remember Him when we're at the top. But when you are at your low point, uh, the psalmist wrote this psalm to remind you that God is always with you. And I'm going to end on this. Psalm 30. God, my God, I yelled out for help and you put me together. God, you pulled me out of the grave, gave me another chance at life when I was down and out. All you saints, sing your hearts out to God. Thank Him to His face. He gets angry once in a while, but across a lifetime, there is only love. The nights of crying your eyes out give way to the days of laughter.